Fed can just print more money out of thin air, but the government's always going to be in debt to the Fed. Well, folks, I have been spending the better part of a week learning about Satanism, the uh, Satanic Temple, uh, which is different than the Satanic Church. Uh, Supposedly, the the Satanic Temple claims that the Satanic Church is too libertarian, too conservative even, and they just aren't going about Satanism the right way. And I find that interesting because there's a lot of people starting to kind of talk about this and wonder what in the hell is actually going on with the agenda of the partnership of the Democratic Party and Satanism. You know, this big uh, controversial thing in Texas passed, which I think it's all just overblown nonsense. I think that um, it's a distraction, much like a lot of the things that we talk about. You know, a, a lot of things end up being really distractions. And whether it's football, whether it's, you know, and, pick a sport, pick a hobby, pick, a, you know, UFC. That's really the only sport that I watch now is MMA. Um, these are all distractions. And a lot of these hot button issues that are, you know, bipartisan or not bipartisan, but these issues that make these people, these two sides, disagree. We're talking abortion, gun rights, um, death penalty, capital punishment type stuff. Um, all of these classical debate topics are simply distractions. And I think that a lot of us agree on that. But like I said, I've been spending some time looking into what's going on here because the, the Satanic Temple led by a fellow named uh, Lucian Greaves, which is not his real name. I'll get into all that stuff. Um, He's partnered up uh, pretty tight with the Democrat Party through a a separate organization called Reason Alliance. And this allows them to really promote the satanic agenda through mainstream Democrat politics. And I found it incredibly interesting. Uh, But I'm going to get into him. I'm going to get into the Clintons a little bit, actually quite a bit, because there's a great 11-part series um, that I, I had nothing to do with. It's on, uh, I think, exposingsatanism.com. Really interesting shit. Um, so I'm going to talk about them. I have a really interesting audio clip that I'm going to play of um, Bill Clinton talking about how Hillary Clinton's a necromancer. And he's not saying it ironically. I mean, he's pretty straightforward. It, you know, I, There's a video of it on YouTube you can check out. Um, and I have a few audio clips here for you. Um, that'll that'll be playing throughout the show but yeah the clintons the bidens uh the democrats as a whole uh marianne williamson who is this really interesting character who ran in uh i think it was the 2020 election maybe 2016 i forget which one um but they they're, they're you know she's this new age guru and she's having all kinds of 
these weird like Wiccas and the uh, witches and like just these people that clearly have just daddy issues, I think is really what it boils down to. And I understand that daddy issues are a real thing. Um, I'm blessed to not have, uh, you know, a, a broken family like that. And it, it truly is sad. I'm not patronizing these people in that way, but I think that there's a lot of different angles that you can take to try to, uh, rebel than, uh, than, than siding with the satanic temple. And I'll explain, uh, pretty it's pretty easy to explain but i'll get into it so i've got a lot of stuff that i'm going to cover here guys and i'm I'm, uh, excited to get into it with you um real quick up front patreon.com slash dangerous world podcast three five or ten dollars you get all kinds of uh great great uh extended versions of episodes uh also just you know fun shit we just do a lot of fun stuff and that's only three dollars for all the extended episodes five dollars gets you the uh bonus rants every week and uh, yeah, man, um, dangerousworldstore.com. You can buy all the t-shirts, all that fun stuff. And um, man, it just uh, a crazy time that we're living in, dude. I think that we can um, we can learn a lot about the side that we don't agree with. And I find it kind of interesting that these hardcore evangelicals claim that the country has turned its back on God. And so God's done the same. And you all know I'm agnostic. I don't know how I feel about any of this stuff. But I lend these theories some credence just because of how weird shit has gotten. Um, but the country's done this through, you know, mutilation, whether it be tattoos, which I have tattoos, uh, piercings, which I, you know, I had piercings. So I'm not dissing on anyone that does these things. This is just what the evangelicals say. Um, abortion, which I'm against as a whole. I understand that it has its place in society. And, um, you know, we'll get into that here in a little bit. Um, false idol worship, which I am completely against. I, I understand looking up to someone. Um, I look up to my mother and my father. Um, you know, as a as a younger individual, I used to look up to musicians until I realized that they're all just a bunch of bullshit. Um, you know, largely people with no talent that just kind of get propped up because they're willing to play ball and promote agendas that benefit who the top and the people that tend to, for some reason, whatever the reason is. They worship these these false idols and 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 these dark entities. You know whether it's Satan, whether it's a, a specific demon. Baphomet is one that is really popular in the conspiracy world. Uh, this is that goat human male female freak thing. Um, and I have a very interesting clip from Tucker Carlson that I'll play here in just a second. It was a military slideshow actually referencing satanic sacrifice. Crazy, crazy stuff. I mean, just it's the world is being turned upside down right now. And I don't know exactly what it is, just all this debauchery going on. And um, I mean, we have as a collective kind of pushed what's good and pure out of our lives, leaving room for evil to creep in. And again, this is what they say. This is not really my my own ideas. I think that um, life is much more complex than this. And uh, the human experience is much more complex i don't know about all this stuff but we're going to get into it i want to show you this really really weird clip from tucker carlson's show i believe it was his opening monologue and it just kind of really paints the picture that whether you believe in this stuff or not there is something dark afoot here there is something that is trying to move people away from what they may believe to be pure or clean or positive and moving them into negative territory. 
This is a, a two-minute clip, longer than any clip that I'll be having other than this one. But just listen to this. This is a mainstream show talking about a slideshow, a PowerPoint presentation that is talking about satanic sacrifice and abortions and vaccines. And uh, I mean, it shows the same picture of Baphomet that I have in this brand new book that I got that I'm actually looking into right now, um, talking about sacrifice. Uh, check it out. And uh, I'm, I'm interested to know what you all think. 56 servicemen killed themselves. So military suicide is an actual crisis that the Pentagon might want to address. Lloyd Austin might want to look into that. But no, that would get the Democratic Party nothing. The point of mandatory vaccination is to identify the sincere Christians in the ranks, the free thinkers, the men with high testosterone levels, and anyone else who does not love Joe Biden and make them leave immediately. It's a takeover of the U.S. military. Here's how they're doing it. This show has just obtained a PowerPoint that the Army is using to justify mandatory vaccines to the troops. This is an actual slide from it on your screen. You will notice there the sympathetic portrayal of Satanism. How many children were sacrificed to Satan because of the vaccine? The slide reads apparently sarcastically. Then the first presentation proceeds to list the so-called tenets of Satanism, which are taken straight from the Temple of Satanism website. So here you have the United States Army doing PR for Satanism. The rest of the presentation is less shocking than that, but it's utterly shoddy and dishonest. For example, it falsely claims that only three people have died from taking the COVID vaccine. Reports collected by the Biden administration itself indicate that number is actually in the thousands. So we called the army about this today and they can see the PowerPoint you just saw is absolutely real. Troops saw it, but it was somehow not approved by army, army leadership. They did not explain how that works or what they're going to do about it. We do know the vaccine mandate is taking a terrible toll on the U.S. military and on this country's ability to defend itself at a very volatile time in the world. Already three members of the CIA paramilitary teams that first entered Afghanistan after 9-11, remember them? They got there before the military. Three members of that team have been suspended for not getting vaccinated. They're being told to await disciplinary proceedings. Meanwhile, an Army officer, Lieutenant Colonel Paul Douglas Haig, just announced that he's resigning from the military rather than take medicine that he does not want or need. So it's very interesting. And, and you know, I should have probably read this before I played the clip, but this is uh, from the Daily Center. And it just kind of breaks the whole thing down. Tucker Carlson reviews a PowerPoint from the United States Army justifying vaccine mandates with a slide that says how many children were sacrificed to Satan for the vaccine. So I guess I kind of said that, but I, I just think that it's weird that so many different institutes are or institutions, I'm sorry, are really kind of getting behind this idea of, yeah, there's no God, science is greater than religion, but uh, if you're going to be involved in a religion, Satanism is the way to go. And as you'll see, Satanists claim that they're atheists. But isn't that what the devil would do? I mean, again, you know, I'm agnostic. I'm just kind of learning as I go when it comes to this stuff. But wouldn't the devil lie to you and say that he's not real? Even though, you know, even though he's talking to you, essentially, I think that that's kind of what they're getting at. And, you know, I have a clip from uh, Lucy and Graves that I'll play in a bit, but I just I find it so hypocritical and really kind of counterproductive to, I think, what they want to go for, even though they seem to be having some pretty serious success. But 
Uh, anyway, you know, I'm getting into witchcraft and Satanism here on a global level. So I took some time to give these theories serious consideration. That's why, I, you know, I, I, it may seem out of character for me to be talking about these things. However, I, I feel like they, the elite believe in these things. I, I think that whether you as a person, as an individual, believe in, in Satan or God or Allah or, or whatever the fuck else, Ganesh, I don't know what other gods there are, but um, whatever you believe in, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because, I mean, I guess it matters to you, and I, I think that spiritual fulfillment is great, and, and it's very important. But there's something to be said about what the people that control your lives and your day-to-day activities actually believe. And I know that some people out there will say, no one controls my activities, I control them because I don't watch the mainstream media and blah, blah, blah. A lot of those people have podcasts in this field. You know what I mean? You're using their tools no matter what. I don't care how little you use social media. I don't care what you do. You're still participating in the system if you're using the system at all. If you don't want to use the system, the only answer is being Amish. And none of you guys want to do that, right? And I'm not throwing you under the bus here. I don't want to do that either. But I'm also not one of these types that says I don't pay attention to any pop culture. But I do want to make money and I want to live comfortably and blah, blah, blah. You know, you you can't. To me, that's a double standard. And it's it's interesting. Um, But I I don't want to go off too much on a tangent here. Specifically with this episode, like I said, I'm looking more into the Democrat and progressive influence, because not only are those the political and the cultural figureheads pushing the agenda like their Republican counterparts are, but so are the support base of that group. Right. A lot of the voters for Democrats and the the leftists and the AOCs, whether it's AOC or, or Pelosi or Biden, a lot of these people tend to view the world in the same fashion. And yeah, it seems like there's a lot of infighting, you know, Kamala Harris and Pelosi are going against Biden's, uh, you know, mask mandates on a, on a, a visual scale, but what's going on behind the scenes. We don't know. This is what this evil energy does. It, it tells you one thing and does the other, or it tells you it's not real. And it absolutely is. I guarantee you Kamala Harris and fucking Pelosi support the mask mandates and the vaccine mandates. Um, it's just something about that evil energy that that is uh, very very interesting to me, and I'm I'm trying to learn more about it here. But um, for some reason, like I said, the support base is all about this stuff. I think that a lot of them play dumb, and they're pretending to be something that they're not. They're pretending that they have a part in this system, in this globalist system. But as many globalist elites have said in the past and you know pretty fucking recently all these people are useful idiots but every leftist that you talk to for some reason believes that they have something to offer the globalist system or the communist system or whatever you want to call it that no one else can offer really i mean you really think that you working in a a grocery store or a restaurant or maybe even like a high level banking job or or some skilled job you think that you have something to offer that these other doggy dog type people don't have to offer. I mean, it's ludicrous to think that, but for some reason, I think that these school systems, whether it be at a community college level or Harvard an Ivy league type type situation, they're all in lockstep 
with the education. It's all the Rockefeller stuff, and they're all taught to think that they're very special without really ever proving it. It's if you believe you can do it, you can do it type shit. And it's not true. Every single one of you people supporting this system, you're going down right after we are, right after the people that are speaking out against it are. You know, there's that great poem where it's like, you know, I I, I wasn't, uh, uh, they came after the fascists or whatever the fuck. I don't know. They came out, let's just say they came after the fascists, but I wasn't a fascist. So they, so I didn't say anything. They came after the Christians. I wasn't Christian, so they didn't say anything. They came after the Jews. I wasn't Jewish. They didn't say anything. And then they came after me, but no one was left to speak up. That's the idea here. But for some reason, the programming is so good with these people that these intellectuals think that they have a place in the system. And I find that mind-blowing every single time um, when when I hear someone talking about this. It's weird. But yeah, so anyway, they... They want you to think that globalism is good. They want you to think that abortion is good. And I think that they actually pretend in their own head that abortion is good. I'm apathetic to abortion, which may not, you know, I may lose some of you uh, more right, right leaning or conservative types. I'm apathetic to it. Um, I do think that God gave us free will, right? Um and and I think that everyone has the right to choose if they want to have their child or not. I absolutely would if I ever knocked a, a woman up, but uh, knock on wood, I have not because I don't want one. I don't want a kid. Uh, and I understand, you know, and, and I'm not in a financial position to really want to do that. And I'm, I'm much too selfish, to be honest. I'm, I'm way too selfish to to uh, take on that kind of responsibility. And quite frankly, I feel like I'm pretty irresponsible. But, uh, you know, that's beside the point. Pretending to teach uh, kids about sex is another good thing in their minds. And they don't seem to have a problem with trafficking, with human trafficking, with sex slaves, as much as traditional minded folks may have. Um, now, the goal for these practitioners of witchcraft or Wicca or whatever, I mean, whatever, whether it, whether they will admit it or not, it seems to be to get a majority of global citizens to at the very least be apathetic to God or a higher power. And I think that that's what they've done pretty successfully over the, the last few generations. Um, you know, the right, you know, the religious right, not the left first right, but the religious R-I-T-E, they've been very tyrannical in the past. And I think anytime a group is tyrannical, the pendulum swings in that other direction. And I think that we're, that we're actually going to live to see the, live to see the pendulum swing back in the other direction where religion trumps all other things i you know it may be a crazy idea maybe far out there and this isn't something that's going to happen until i'm an old man but i do believe that i believe that i'll see this i I really do um any members of the religious right tend to agree that we are in this position now where most people are apathetic or hate god hate the idea of god Even the most skilled witch or sorcerer can't cast a spell on an entire population or or an entire globe unless the said population gives themselves over to the spell. Think about like the vampire idea being invited in. The vampire can't come in your home unless it's invited in. Yes, these are folklore and this is all legend, but I think that there's something to fucking be said about this. Am I crazy for thinking that? I don't think so. I really don't. I think that there's something 
how have these legends survived over millennia? It's something to think about. But all these spells in the past have backfired. All the spells, uh, you know, trying to cast over the world have backfired in one way or another. And given the opposite outcome that the magicians have desired, massive amounts of witches performed a ritual against Trump on a waning moon. And it only made Trump impervious to their attacks and their impeachments, you know, multiple impeachments. Now, I don't know if there's a connection between this or if it's all just theater. It's tough to know, right? Um, I tend to think it's all theater. I've seen a lot of weird shit go down the last year, and I've been paying a lot of attention to it. And I learned pretty quickly, believe it or not. Um, But I mean, it is what it is. Well, folks, it's time to bundle up with the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. Inside this package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker, ear and hair nose trimmer, crop preserver ball deodorant, crop reviver ball toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold all your goodies in, okay? I've mentioned Manscaped over the last few months, and I really do love these guys, and I hope that if you're not going to become a new customer, I would imagine that you are probably going to renew some of the items that you very well may be needing over this cuffing season, as the kids are calling it, right? You're going to be snuggling down with a Mr. or Mrs. and you want to make sure that your ball sack is nice and tuned up. You can do so by heading over to manscaped.com. Doesn't matter where you are. I think they even offer this in like Canada and England and other places like this. It's a phenomenal company with incredible products and they also fight for positive causes man they are really uh one of the biggest companies that i know about that's fighting testicular cancer which is the main type of cancer that affects young men i think the ages that they listed were between ages 15 and 35 which i'm you know right in that region hope i don't have anything like that going on but uh you know i don't believe in going to the doctor so it is what it is but Again, guys, danger is your promo code if you want to head over there uh, to manscaped.com. And you don't need to spend all kinds of money if you're not trying to get, you know, not jump in the deep end, so to speak, right? If you want to just kind of hang out, you want to check out the products, you want to get some great soap. The soap is incredible. And like I said, I, in the last time I talked about these guys, it's like eight bucks for, for the soap, even before the discount. So you're getting top notch soap, free shipping. You don't hear about this kind of stuff. You don't hear about 20% off. Usually it's 10, maybe 15. They're not giving you free gifts like the boxers. That's a free gift. It's considered a free gift in the performance package for God's sake. Okay. Satan doesn't use this stuff. We're talking about satanic ritual abuse. Satan hates manscaped. Okay. God loves them though. And God loves you. And manscaped loves you. What am I talking about? All I'm saying is that, honestly, Manscaped is the way to go. I used to always buy these cheap razors, and there is a completely different shaving experience when you're using Manscaped. The ceramic blade really, really makes a big difference. I don't know if you've ever cut tomatoes with a ceramic knife. It's much more of a nice experience. We'll just say that. You can cut through a can and then cut through a tomato with these kinds of blades when it comes to knives. But we're not talking about knives. We're talking about shaving equipment. And I don't know why you'd want to picture a tomato getting cut in half with a knife when you're talking about your ball sack, but it may 
illustrate the point that I'm trying to get across here is that the ceramic blades just are really the bee's knees. And you don't have to uh, worry about razor burn. You don't have to worry about any of this stuff. Nicking your sack is a thing of the past with this 7,000 RPM blade quiet stroke technology. Your date is not going to know that you're shaving your balls before a little bit of uh, morning head. You know, you're going to be able to really get the job done and you're going to have a good time. And instead of feeling some anxiety when it comes to have, uh, you know, put heels up to Jesus, as they say, you're going to be able to do it without any concern whatsoever. And that's all because of Manscaped, guys. Uh, They really have uh, marginally increased my sex life. So they can probably do a lot for you. So go on over there to Manscaped.com. Enter the promo code DANGER. Receive 20% off plus free shipping. And uh, you really are going to thank me. You're going to thank them. And they support small podcasts like mine. You know, it's a, a relatively small show. Uh, we're climbing up in the ranks thanks to you guys. And, uh, you know, we're uh, we're fighting the good fight. We're going against Satanism. We're going for what's good, going against what's evil. And, uh, you know, I got to thank Manscaped. And I want to keep these guys on board next month. We're heading into the end of the month. Hop on there. Uh, show some love to Dangerous World here. Show some love to a great company that's supporting growing podcasts. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code DANGER at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code DANGER at manscaped.com. Make your balls a priority this fall. Choose Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. Let's uh, let's touch on the Biden stuff and just the inaugurations. Biden's had three, three inaugurations, uh, two as vice president, one as president. Uh, say what you will about those, but... You know, this is the world that we're living in right now. Biden's family heirloom Bible is supposedly from 1893, and he used it every time he was sworn in. Featuring a Celtic cross, which was upside down the first time he swore in, by the way. Um, there's two buckles on the on the Bible, and it, it was what I believe was intentionally turned upside down the first time uh, back in uh, 2008. Uh, well, I guess he came into office in 2009. Um, in January there Kamala Harris put some kind of book on top of the Bible that her husband held with gloves, right? And you can expect someone to wear gloves in the DC winter, but um, it does add to the idea that no one wants to touch the Bible in that family, right? No one wants to touch the Bible for whatever reason. And who knows, who knows what at that level, you could have just put a satanic Bible there. You could have put a Freemasonic stuff, you know, but she put a pocketbook. Why the pocketbook? Why put that on top? Is it to just cause disruption? Is it to cause the debate, the conversation? I don't know. But these are the pieces that we're stringing together throughout this episode. Now, Biden's supposedly Catholic, but goes against all Catholic beliefs. And for the record, I, I think that Catholicism and Satanism are pretty darn close, man. Uh, the Catholic Church has committed some some sins, for sure. Um. And I, I, I don't understand the idea of worshiping saints, worshiping people over a higher power, right? These these saints are just people. Yeah, maybe they did some great things. Uh, that's for example, that's why I don't pray to Jesus when I when I say you know you know in, in non denominational Christians, which is if I was a religion, I would be that. Um, when I do pray, I, I I feel like I'm in the middle of talking to the universe, and I'm also talking to what I think. God might be, but I don't sit there and act like I know. 
I'm not sitting there and act like, oh, I felt God inside me. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. And I don't, I think anyone that acts like they really do know is either lying or they're very lucky to say the least. Um, but I don't say in Jesus's name, I pray. Amen. When I pray, I say in your name, God, amen. You know, that's, that's what I say. Just a little behind the scenes, behind the mind of the prayer of Ryan, but you know, like I said, I could be wrong. I could be really uh, praying in a blasphemous way. Who knows? God could be a fucking cat in the sky. And I hate cats. So I don't know. You know, it's um, we can go down a a huge rabbit hole here, but I want to stick on subject here. Um, Biden's supposedly a Catholic, like I said. And I find that interesting that, you know, the, the abortion thing that just popped up recently renewed focus on the abortion is really, really good timing for him. When he's got this Afghanistan situation, a lot of people are starting to hate Biden. Um, it tends to make me think that there is going to be some sort of false flag popping up because people hated George Bush within his, that first year. And arguably he won that election as well uh, in a fraudulent way. And what happened there? I mean, they you, we know that they're not creative. We know that they follow the same playbook. George Bush potentially gets in with a false election and you'll, you'll talk to people like you'll, you'll hear Dan Bongino, who I think is a fucking hack say that no, no, uh, you know, freaking Bush won fair and square. And it's because he's Republican and he's trying to side with the Republicans. But if you really look into that, they did count after count after count and Gore was winning all the counts. And the first count that they got with George W. Bush winning, they took that one and they ran with it. Now, Al Gore doesn't care because now he is like the god of climate change, probably funding Greta Thunberg. You got that blood and gore thing uh, with his partner, whatever, David Blood or whatever his name is. Um, So he's getting his own, but um, just so hypocritical on, on both sides when it comes to this kind of stuff. But we're seeing the same thing. I think that we are in for some shit when it comes to. um to the next year as far as a false flag maybe a possible um shooting which i i'm completely against even though i can't stand biden i don't want to turn him into a martyr and that's what they call the entire thing operation martyr now this is all alleged but um these are the things that i hear doing the research that i do which is probably pretty uh pretty pointless but you know we have fun over here why was the the uh, mainstream media and influential democrats touting his catholicism Why were they touting Joe Biden's Catholicism? Well, for one, Trump was very pro-life, very pro-life, probably the most pro-life president that we've had in quite some time. And he cracked down pretty hard on human trafficking. And it's really interesting to think about the fact that MAGA, M-A-G-A, it translates in Latin directly to which this is not like a loose translation. You can go on your Google Translate. You can go from English to Latin, type in MAGA, and it goes right to which. Mag is not a word in English, so it's very interesting. I think that they knew this when they were going in. But my question here is, was Trump put in place to expose the mass witchcraft that was going on right after Obama? Or is he put in place to command the witches and sorcerers through like kind of backdoor methods, right? There's this weird idea that, and it's actually pretty pretty easily easily, uh, fact-checkable, that white liberals... After the Obama administration, 60% of white liberals are either atheist or satanic or they're practicing witches or Wiccas or whatever. 
I don't think that's any coincidence. You know, Barack Obama seems to be like this fun little sweet guy and all this shit. I know that we know different. Um, he's bragged about how good he is at killing people in the Middle East with drones, even though he hasn't done a damn thing. He just kind of, and I don't even think he wrote the orders. I think John Brennan did a lot of that stuff. And that's, that's kind of came out, especially in the second term. But again, guys, there's, I can go off on tangents here. I'm telling you, this is a weird, a weird subject to me. Um, but yeah, it, it's just a, it, it's interesting to think about these things. But anyway, Biden's campaign was one of pure deception. Obviously, I know you're probably sitting there shaking your head like, yeah, no shit, Ryan. Are you just figuring this out? But Biden has throughout his career, his political career, because that's the only career that he's had, has supported the Hyde Amendment, H-Y-D-E, the Hyde Amendment. The Hyde Amendment's not allowing Medicaid to cover abortions. That's what it started out as. In general, it's not allowing federal funds to cover abortions unless it's rape, incest, um, you know, these, what I believe, conservatively speaking, is 5% of abortions, probably less. I would actually really bet that it's a lot less than 5%. Um, and for the record, those are the type of abortions that I, I could actually get behind is incest, rape, um, things like that. Those are tragedies in their own. But just before starting his 2020 campaign, he flip-flopped on that entire idea. And now he's, in, you know, totally against the Hyde Amendment. Um, not only becoming pro-choice, but in my opinion, he's pro-abortion. And this brings me to the entire idea of Democrats are Satanists as a whole. doesn't matter if you're a Democrat and you believe in God or you believe in the Catholic religion or, or uh, even a Jewish Catholic. You're a Satanist at the end of the day if you're a Democrat. And I'm sorry if this loses anyone here. Um, just like you can be agnostic. You can be all these things if you're either religion, but I think at the end of the day, if you wholeheartedly support Democrats, I, I truly believe that you're Satanist. And here's why. I mean, the Satanic Temple is extremely progressive, and it accuses the Church of Satan, like I said, of being too libertarian. That's a main reason. This is the whole idea of do what thou wilt. That's what libertarianism is. From Aleister Crowley, Anton LaVey put a lot of those things forward. He's kind of like the fanboy of Aleister Crowley. But the Satanic Temple, along with every other progressive institution, supported BLM. And they hate Trump. They hate the police for killing, in quote, random black people. Okay? What kind of Satanic organization is this pussy shit? Wouldn't you be a, like a fan of killing random people, whether they're black or white? They're like, we're Satanists, but we hate the idea of people killing black people, man. It's so sad. What? This is just some like punk rock emo shit. These people were probably listening to My Chemical Romance in the early 2000s and Fallout Boy. And, and then they come out here now and they're acting like they're, they're, you know, channeling the Dark Lord. You know what I mean? And this is where we get into Lu uh, Lucian Greaves. You have this co-founder of the Satanic Temple whose real name is Douglas Mesner. His idea of uh, Lucian Greaves, I'm sure, is like Lucian lucifer and then grieves like it's just because like that's how dark i am i'm just grieving all the time you know it's so sad it just seems like a whiny little shit to me and as most of these whiny little shits are he's highly privileged imagine that graduated from harvard studying neuroscience which is a fucking weird thing right you get a satanist head of the temple of satan the satanic temple 
and he's an expert in neuroscience with Harvard credentials? Seems like mind control and a half to me. What the fuck are we talking about here? Should have talked about this in my mind control series. I just didn't know about it yet. It wasn't in the book. He has children's programs such as the Satan after school program. Sounds nice, right? Yeah, you, you bring little uh, Susie and Johnny over to the Satan after school program. We'll uh, we'll do whatever we want, you know. And I I just think that um, parents that subject their kids to this at an early age when the kid doesn't really understand what's going on, it's completely fucked. It is fucked, and fuck this motherfucker. I can't stand him. Um. He's got like a milky eye. I'm going to play a clip of his beta. His voice. Uh, there's something visceral when when you kind of learn about these people that it's just like, dude, you are a fraud. You're a fraud. I'm all about counterculture. But what these guys are doing is totally in vogue. They're supporting the same groups as J.P. Morgan Chase and actually supporting candidates like Joe Biden. Do you think Satan would support a presidential candidate? If if we're getting into this stuff, I mean, maybe he would. Maybe it would be Joe Biden. But like, again, I circle back to the idea of we're mad that people are dying, innocent people. What? If you're a Satanist organization, that doesn't make any fucking sense. And they convince themselves that they're edgy and standing up to the establishment, despite the fact that they're a registered nonprofit organization meaning they have 501c3 clearance. They have the 501c3 status, and they're tax-exempt. Now, I want to play this really quick video of this uh, cuck, and you'll be able to hear uh, a Freudian slip, which is very interesting. Um, Again, these people say that they're not religious. They don't believe in Satan. They don't believe in God. But for some reason, they choose to stand behind Satan. Check it out. Well, first, first, I think it's important to understand that we are an atheistic religion, We're non-theistic in any case. And that's to say that we do view our religious, the religious context. We you hear that our religious, I mean, the religious context. Frame our, our works in and our, our, our little subculture in is, uh, is not dependent on a belief in a literal Satan. Um, that That is a, a very difficult thing for a lot of people to grasp, people who feel that religion is dependent upon a belief in a supernatural entity that you need to have a literalistic belief in. And I find it ironic that we have these kinds of debates with Christians who, you know, lionize a, a character who, taught lessons in parable and yet it seems entirely lost on the literalist fundamentalist types that uh, stories literature poetry can illuminate or enrich lives Um, a lot of people think that because of that we're merely a prank especially because we involve ourselves in in political activism and that type of thing that is our opportunism to ask for uh, religious exemption but so a lot of things wrong with the way that he's saying things. He's saying he's not a religion, but they want religious exemption. They say that they're not real, but they are real. Again, if the devil was real, he would act in this way. And it's just, I don't understand how someone can get behind this. I really don't. I understand how people could get behind, behind Islam. 
I understand how people can get behind um, nature worship or, or galaxy worship or any of these other things. But if you, if you are trying to troll religion by worshiping the evil in the religion, all that you're doing is pissing these people off. And I understand that's what they say that they're doing, but they're not effective in what they're doing. But then again, maybe they are, you know, uh, I don't know if I, I don't know the purpose. I, I wish, I hope that someone can help me understand. I was talking with someone. I, when I first posted the idea of, of making this episode, someone on Instagram commented saying like, no, it is totally a troll, blah, blah, blah. I'm not part of the the satanic temple, but um, it is a troll 100%. And I was like, dude, that's like ironically sucking a dick to make fun of gay people. It just doesn't make sense. You're living a lifestyle. You're supporting an organization that's tax exempt saying that they're fighting the man by indulging in all of the man's benefits, social, financial, all these benefits doesn't make any fucking sense to me. So if someone can, can uh, explain this to me, feel free. My DMS are open to everybody. Um, just really weird. But so the guy that you just heard that was Lucian Graves, his real name is Douglas Mensner. His double name bullshit allows him to do pretty shady political stuff. Okay. Him and his co-founder of the satanic temple, Malcolm Jerry, uh, Jerry spelled a little different. And that's why I said it like a Jewish person, Jerry, J a R R Y, uh, maybe Jari, um, (laughs) also run the, uh, the reason Alliance. And if you go to the Reason Alliance website, it's it's designed supposedly to to quote encourage empathy, rationalism, uh, and promote justice, um, reject uh, tyrannical authority, and advocate for pragmatic common sense. We endorse activities that promote these core values. Their values on the website are are very contradictory to the way that they view the way that they interact in my opinion it just doesn't add up and if you get you know the reason alliance website right next to the satanic temple you've got some very very obvious comparisons um very very obvious similarities i'm looking at it right now the the satanic temple um you've got join us become a member it's like a cult join us and i understand this could be a troll but Join us, bring Satan home. That's a link to their shop uh, or offer monetary support. I mean, this is how pretentious these uh, fucking Ivy League fucks are. Give monetary support, offer, not give money. Give us money. That's what he should say. Uh, Donate, maybe. But he wants to turn donate into three words. They do have donate up in the top right. But then you go over to the Reason Alliance and it really does kind of showcase um, Lucian Greaves or Douglas Mesner, as we as his fucking, we'll call it his Christian name. That might make him a little angry. Uh, but his Christian name, Reason Alliance's logo is an L. Uh, so you get the uh, whole Moloch thing, uh, which, you know, Moloch is typically a bull. But at the cremation of care, you get the L. That's the, the child sacrifice stuff. And these guys are really fighting hard for the, quote, right to have abortions. And I understand that abortions may be a right in modern times. They weren't back when, uh, you know, Satan was born. Okay, Lucian, uh, Douglas, whatever the fuck you go by today. What day of the week is it? It probably changes what he likes to go by. But uh, you can contact them. You can donate here. Um, But 
I find it interesting that the the whole reason alliance thing um, and, and the whole idea of how nice it sounds, right? It sounds like a nice thing. Again, deception is the name of the game here. And their website's full of contradictions, full of contradictions. It's, it's disgusting, quite frankly. And they've backed known Satanist candidates like this guy, Steve Hill. Um, he was a black California Senate representative or Senate uh, runner. I don't think he's ever fucking won because who the fuck wants to elect a Satanist? Um, because of the Reason Alliance, he was able to get some some serious um, serious backing from shit. Seems like a legit nonprofit on the surface, right? So you you get the idea that you're helping these ideas. A lot of people would side with the Reason Alliance on things. The way that they float ideas is pretty good. Uh, and again, this guy is very knowledgeable when it comes to neuroscience because he went to fucking Harvard. Um, for instance, one should strive to act with compassion and empathy toward all creatures in accordance with reason. Hence the reason alliance. Belief should conform to one's best scientific understanding of the world. One should take care never to distort scientific facts to fit one's beliefs. Oh, you mean like the way that we're distorting scientific fact to uh, make sure everyone has a one-size-fits-all vaccine schedule? Get fucked. People are fallible. If one makes a mistake, one should do one's best to uh, rectify it and resolve any harm that might have been caused. Okay, tell that to Fauci. Yeah, maybe he's made a mistake, which Fauci, by the way, means sickle. I just heard this from Alex Jones, actually. Fauci means sickle and the idea of um, the angel of death as well. So he's not just emulating... uh, uh, the angel of death. He's actually quite literally the angel of death. Um, the struggle for justice is an ongoing and necessary pursuit that should prevail and other uh, over other laws and institutions. Sure. I mean, just at this point, social justice stuff. Um, embarrassing. I think it's an embarrassing idea. And the fact that they have a 501c3 stuff. And I actually remember, you know, a couple years ago when they actually got this, um, I thought it was very interesting. And I thought it was kind of like, even back then before I was involved in the podcast, I was like, this is fucking dumb. Why, why are they replying for religious exemption when they're, when they're also saying that they're not religious? You know, it's like a lot of atheists will tell you that atheism, no, it's not a religion. Yeah, it is. You're an ism. You're, you're fucking believing in something. You're believing in nothing. And um, supposedly this is the problem with a lot of these elites. They don't really want anyone believing in nothing. So how is this thing able to exist in this system, right? And getting a lot of credence, getting a lot of support from people. Kind of uh, contradictory, if you ask me. But um, anyway, back to the Steve Hill guy. Like I said, the Black Californian Senate uh, runner, because of Reason Alliance, which seems like a nonprofit on the surface, he secured backing from other more mainstream political action committees or PACs. And all because of these PACs, they don't really truly know the satanic connection or do they that's my thing i think that they do i think that the double name just creates confusion there's a great idea how george w bush was able to win presidency a lot of people back then and it sounds ludicrous right now because you know internet's very powerful a lot of truthers have surfaced because of the internet solely george hw bush george w bush it's confusing 
George W. Bush was not qualified in any way, shape, or form to fucking run like the free world at all, right? Other than the fact that he's just the son of a of a former president. I think that a lot of people actually thought that George W. Bush was the same as George H.W. Bush. And again, sounds weird, but the internet wasn't as powerful as it as it was when uh, in 2000. Um, I think it was just actually becoming more mainstream in, in 2000. More, not mainstream, but it was just kind of getting into people's homes. Um, but supposedly Hill, this the Senate candidate, reached out to the 2020 Sanders campaign but declined to comment on how the Sanders campaign campaign replied. Now, Sanders is an atheist and his camp played it off like they saw Hill as an atheist as well. Now, the satanic temple has threatened to kidnap an executive, execute the president, and release snakes in governor's mansions. These are quotes. While simultaneously fighting for abortion as a nonviolent, ritualistic sacrifice to the dark lord himself. Or herself. What is what is the devil? Is that a is that the goat? Is that the Baphomet thing? I don't know. Governor Michelle Lugan Grisham of New Mexico was a potential Biden VP pick in the 2020 election. Followed a satanic cult priest on Twitter, but not the dude that was going to get her to run the free world with him. And obviously become the fucking president because anyone that Joe Biden was going to pick as VP is going to end up president. This dude doesn't have much time left, and that's not a threat. That's just fact. Why so much blatant Satanism? I don't know. Answer that. If you have a an idea, maybe it's just to piss people off. Maybe it's to get people talking. I'm talking about it. Am I one of them? The answer is no, but, you know, it's weird. Don't tell me it isn't blatant because it all... That makes issues like this blatant is a major news network covering it. That's all that it is. I mean, as long as anyone's talking about this shit, like the clip that I just played from Tucker Carlson, it's blatant. It's right there for all of us to see. But Daddy Don Lemon or Mad Cow Maddow aren't telling the left about it. That's the thing, man. Like, you know, these leftists who think that they're raging against the machine. They want someone that they trust and that they like and that they think is charismatic and sweet and nice to tell them what to believe. People like us, we think for ourselves and we get upset when we feel like not only ourselves are being taken advantage of, but fellow Americans, even if they are leftists. We don't want a bunch of the country fucking believing in this shit, right? It's just, it's, it's, to me, it's insane. And, and I think that. I used to feel a lot of animosity towards these people, these leftists, but now I actually genuinely feel sorry for them. And I know that some leftists would laugh if I said that I feel sorry for you. They would just chuckle it off and be like, well, yeah, I'm going to go back home and be miserable. There's something sad about it, man. There there truly is something sad about it. Um, a lot of these people come from broken homes. A lot of these people can't really find happiness in the true sense. Um, they're happiest when they're arguing. Or feeling like they're getting their point across. And it is what it is, man. I, I think at a certain point, we have to kind of turn our backs on them. And, and you know, people like uh, fucking what's her name? Sarah Silverman are calling for a national divorce. Bitch, I don't know what you think your country. If, if the United States split from like north to east, let's say. Uh, or I'm sorry, north to south. What am I talking about? North to south. 
and let's say all the uh, liberals go to the north, just to keep it simple, and all the conservatives go to the south, all government paid, and then on a certain date, it's that's it. That's wherever you're at, you got to side with that with that side. Over time, obviously, it'll change because a lot of Americans, whether you're right or left, you you have your own beliefs and you want your beliefs to become more mainstream. Everyone does. I don't care. Even if you're counterculture or you think you're counterculture like the satanic temple, you want your beliefs to be more recognized and more accepted. So we'll get to this point, but your side, your left side, you guys don't believe in guns. You believe in like just free drugs, free, free medicine, whether it's medicine or drugs like narcotics. What do you have to offer? What do you actually have to offer? You don't have protection. You don't have work ethic. You don't have anything to offer. And I just find it, find it fucking weird, man. I don't get it. I don't get it. I want to get it though. Uh, just like Millie trying to understand white supremacy. I want to, I want to understand it. And I'm white, you know, I want to understand why people don't want to contribute, but they feel like they should be given shit. Have you ever borrowed money from a friend? It gives you anxiety, right? It gives, it makes you feel like shit, quite frankly. Um, but anyway, I don't know. Like I said earlier with the whole um, Obama shit, you know, after Obama left office, a majority of white Democrats consider themselves anti-Christian. I think before I mentioned um, either apathetic to religion, so we're talking agnostic, or whatever, but a lot of people are actually anti-Christian. And this is the beginning of a genocide when Obama left. Um, maybe hyperbolic speech to you, but it's not. It's a, This is real shit. All that it takes is the idea that a majority of a certain party is anti-a religion, anti-Christian, not anti-Christ. A lot of people think that anti-Christ means against Christ. It means in place of Christ. Anti-Christ is in place of Christ. Think what you want about Christ. Think what you want about like the whole idea of like a Messiah. Um, I don't know 100% where I stand on that myself. But um, it's just weird. It also may be a coincidence that the uh, the Wiccan slash witch community saw massive follower spikes since Trump in office, which again, you know, the idea of MAGA meaning witch I want to I really kind of reiterate that idea. Do you think that he was put in office to expose witchcraft on a mass scale like that? Or is, is he the leader of this shit? Something I think that everyone needs to think about. Um, but man, let's get into uh, one of my favorite people. One of my favorite people here, Hillary Rodham Clinton. And, and her, uh, her, her wife, Bill. Um, there's, like I mentioned at the beginning, there's a great, great 11-part written series on exposingsatanism.org. Check that out if you want to go more in-depth with what I'm talking about over this uh, Clinton segment. And it's fascinating. I'm posting a video on Instagram when this episode drops, and you may have already seen it, of a banned commercial of Bill Clinton participating in what looks like voodoo um, or, or a, a victim of voodoo. And um, just very interesting, weird. At the end of it, he dies. Um, they don't show him dead, but it's clear that, you know, they kill him at the end. So uh, anyway, the Clinton family, right? Larry Nichols, I'm sure a lot of you have heard of this individual, not only claimed 
to have carried out multiple hits on the Clintons behalf, you know, shooting people hits on the Clintons behalf, but also has said that Hillary was a member of a witch's church or a coven. Now they've done lots of weird shit to spur this new age of ritualism or uh, like the Wiccan idea. They invited a few notable self-help and I put that in heavy quotes here, some self-help writers to camp. David included this Marianne Williamson uh, who's gone full Looney tune recently. I mean, just fucking insane. When there was a hurricane hitting, she was like, if we all just think about the hurricane going away, we can make it go away. And she talks like, just like, it seems like every word that she's, she's uh, putting out there has heavy thought and some energy behind it. Whereas mine don't. So I can't blame her and she's more effective than I am. But at the same time, you know what? She's not, she had three, uh, I'm sorry, she had a group of 13 chaos magicians carry out a synchronized gesture at uh, the Democrat debate in 2020 just so she could get some stage time. So, I mean, she's probably not that fucking good at this stuff. She's probably just convincing. And, uh, you know, Hillary Clinton invited her to the um, fucking uh, Lincoln Room, I think, when she first met her. Imagine that scissor fest. That's disgusting i'm sure that something gross was summoned that day but um oh make me want to vomit here hillary clinton held a seance in the white house to summon eleanor roosevelt's spirit and marianne williamson was present and if you think that all this like seemingly cute teenager type new age shit um if you want to call it magic we can call it magic but if this isn't condemning enough, just look at Clinton's team. You got Uma Abedin, her pedophile husband, Anthony Weiner, um, Marina Abramovic, the, the grand witch of the, of the, probably the satanic temple. I'm sure that they know each other. John Podesta, Tony Podesta. Um, who's that guy that owned fucking Comet Ping Pong, which, you know, Comet Ping Pong and Pete's Gate seems like a distraction, um, from, you know, things like the Franklin scandal and other, other crazy things like this. But um, I'm not grasping at straws here at all when I'm when I'm saying that Hillary is an active witch and a necromancer and uh, Bill Clinton is very, very into voodoo. I'm going to play a really interesting clip here. Um, this is uh, this was recorded on October 23rd, 2012 in New York City at a dedication ceremony for Franklin Delano Roosevelt, the husband of Eleanor. Um his Four Freedoms Park there in New York. Check this one out. I think all of the people who were introduced and those who were not introduced, all of whom have made their contributions to America, many inspired by President Roosevelt. And a special thanks to the members of the Roosevelt family who are here and to one who is not, Eleanor, who made sure that the four freedoms were included in the preamble to the Universal Declaration of Human Rights in 1948. I know that because, as all of you famously learned when I served as president, my wife, now the Secretary of State, was known to commune with Eleanor on a regular basis. And so she called me last night 
on her way home from Peru to remind me to say that. that Eleanor had talked to her and reminded her that I should say that. Interesting, right? I mean, I, I understand this could be another troll. I already hear the skeptics out there being like, no, man, she had a dream. That's not what he says. He says that, uh, you know, and, and this Nichols dude, Larry Nichols, is talking about how, yeah, she's a witch. She's a necromancer. She's part of a coven. She's part of a, uh, a witch's church. And the fact that Bill Clinton is willing to go out there and just talk about it in that fashion seems very, very interesting to me uh, at the very least. So I'm curious if you've seen that before, because I, I find it mind blowing. And he specifically, Bill, was fascinated with voodoo. Um, and voodoo comes from Haiti. I'll get into that here in a little bit because we know their history with Haiti. Um, but don't forget Hillary Clinton's highest idol, arguably, which is Saul Alinsky, who dedicated the book Rules for Radicals to none other than Lucifer. Okay, in his words, the original radical, and this is what he says in the, the book and when he's dedicating it to Lucifer, lest we forget at least an over-the-shoulder acknowledgement the very first radical from all our legends, mythology, and history, and in parentheses here, and who is to know where mythology leaves off and, and uh, history begins or which is which. And then end of parentheses, the very first radical known to man who rebelled against the establishment and did it so effectively that he at least won his own kingdom, Lucifer. So very, very clearly, I mean, it's non-mistakable. Uh, this is not a, uh, you know, right-wing conspiracy. Saul Alinsky dedicated his book, Rules of Radicals, to Lucifer. And Hillary Clinton loved this dude. Alinsky identified himself as Jewish and in a 1972 interview said that he wanted to go to hell. And I think that this interview was with Playboy, actually. He said that he wanted to go to hell. That would be his heaven. The reason he claimed this was because hell is full of the, quote, have-nots, and those are his kind of people. Now, keep in mind, he's not a have-not, and he never was. His fucking net worth at his death in 1972, just a couple months after this interview, was $20 million. Does that sound like a have-not to you? I think that the rich elite want to simply rule over the have-nots, as he says. The... <laughs> That's why, in my opinion, if there's any reason, they may like the, quote, have-nots. And according to Saul, uh, atheism, Satanism, Luciferianism, and yes, communism, go hand in hand. Again, guys, this is Saul Alinsky. This is Saul Alinsky. So any leftists that may be listening to this podcast, God bless you. I know you don't want to hear that. But. Atheism and Satanism are one and the same. Luciferianism and communism, they're all the same, according to one of your idols' idols, who I'm sure have you fucking haven't even heard of. Not my listeners, but the goddamn leftists that may be tuning in for the first time. And if you are, go fucking listen to uh, two dope queens. Nah, well, that's, I think that, what is that? Uh, that's another right right-leaning podcast yeah go listen to some bullshit i don't know i don't even know there's that one podcast with the four supposed uh staff members of obama's shit and that's just a shit show of a podcast 
whack as fuck. I understand that they're bigger than me, but uh, also uh, pretty fucking whack. So go with God. Go on. Get out of here. Um, communism creates mass suffering, obviously, for the commoners inflicted by the elite. It's inflicted on them. And they have no control over their lives at a certain point. They're serious slaves. And you sit here and you hear this idea that slavery was created by the United States. That's preposterous. It's it's ridiculous. A lot of college kids that are uneducated but think that they are because mommy and daddy who are together living in a nice neighborhood and able to pay for them to go to San Diego State or somewhere else. Um these people don't know what the fuck they're talking about, man. And it's frustrating to me, uh, clearly. But supposedly Hillary entered college a conservative, but left a hardcore Marxist. Um, wasn't she one of the, uh, not golden girls, what do they call them? The gold, gold fin or gold win? I don't know. Gold, gold? Maybe? I don't know. She, she was clearly a conservative, though, going into college. I forget the dude's name. I wish that I had the uh, capacity to look this up as I'm talking, but I can't do two things at once. She went in heavily favoring conservative ideology because, you know, her dad was a a mobster capitalism right there. Um, But then left after, you know, meeting Saul and and kind of learning about his work, you know, totally a, a Marxist, a hardcore Marxist because of Alinsky. And she knew him on, a first name basis supposedly she wrote her thesis on him in college and uh i guess they met at a radical methodist church even though saul said he he was jewish he was apparently just hanging out at different churches trying to recruit people uh maybe he wanted hillary's big old ass but um i don't know it's weird dude it's a fucking weird little setup that they have going on here and saul alinsky wanted hillary to work for him but she instead decided to go to yale law school and I can go on and on about uh, HRC, as she's known, but, um, you know, how she talked about sacrificing a chicken to Moloch in a private email, which was, you know, disclosed by WikiLeaks, her intense passion for abortion, not just pro-choice, but again, just like Biden is lately, pro-abortion, not pro-choice, pro-abortion. Um, there's that really shitty video of her laughing at Muammar Gaddafi. Um, and how he died. I understand that yeah, maybe you guys view him as a bad guy, but laughing at someone's death. Joe Biden could die tomorrow, and I would not laugh at it at all. Um it's a life gone. It's a it's a life lost. And um fuck, dude, there's something really dark about that. Um there is a really interesting idea that Hillary Clinton's a high functioning autistic because of her forced attempts at relatability to individuals or groups, right? Her exaggerated expressions or weird movements, um, also laughing at inappropriate times for a prolonged period too. Um, and seeming lack of empathy toward any other human being, including uh, the raped child and anyone else that stands in her way and the rape child that i speak of here is the one of her first law cases where she got off a known rapist and she you know admitted yeah he was very guilty but you know you got to do what you got to do in this business and she's laughing at it um other ideas is that bill gave her syphilis he's a sex addict um clearly not attracted to her i would fuck anything before i fucked hillary clinton anything hear me out 
anything before Hillary Clinton. Um, so it's possible, you know, and, and, and Bill doesn't look too good either. We'll get into that with the voodoo here in a bit too. Um, he's very, very tied in with Haiti specifically, which is again, where voodoo started. But, um, that's one of the other ideas is that, that, uh, Bill Clinton gave her syphilis and it may be eating her brain, uh, and account for like lesions that have been seen on her tongue. She's got, you know, been photoed laughing and um got weird markings on her tongues and shit like that or on her tongue i guess she only has one maybe she's got a couple who knows um this is one of the times i, I don't know if you guys have seen that i i saw a picture of her clearly forcing a laugh where you see a like it looks like a cigar burn on her tongue it's very interesting um but yeah that syphilis that's a symptom of syphilis right there i think that's what al capone died of correct brain rot from syphilis um and then there's the rumors that she died uh joe from legit bat sent me uh uh sent us in our group text a thing that i'd seen before but i i want to give him credit for bringing it up again um just a weird idea that she died in like 2012 or 13 something like that and uh the the clone was out there running in in the most recent election that she ran in as a joke, it was a bit, but um, just whack, dude. And, and and according to several Secret Service agents, she actually smells bad, but in like a a unique way, like it smells cold and evil and weird. Um, but who knows? You know, the, these could be just haters. I wonder if Kamala Harris has a similar condition to her, though. She's just as unlikable, if not more so, and has many of the same heightened reactions to reporters or in interviews and seems to have no empathy or relatability at all, but continues to use the same methods to try and gain likability. I saw a thing where she tried to give, or she did give her staff on a plane cookies that were made in her face shape and her hair and all that, like cookies made in her likeness. Uh, I don't care how fucking socially awkward you are that's another level of fucking weird okay um made no notable statements on afghanistan um and maybe she's trying to separate herself from the whole biden regime but um and and maybe they do realize how unlikable she is and they're, and they're just trying to keep her out until she has to step into the st- the uh, spotlight but it's scary, man. I think that uh, there's a clear, clear agenda at play here. Um, but I want to go back to Bill Clinton really quick. The charismatic, persuasive figurehead that uh, unlikable Hillary Clinton needed to control from behind the scenes. She's very effective as long as no one actually sees her face or hears her voice. And I think that this is where Bill Clinton steps in. Bill has had a fascination with voodoo since even before he entered office, he was practicing rituals, which helped him get in despite his laundry list of controversies as governor. Now, this is where we start kind of getting into hating and the Clintons have a serious history in hating where again, voodoo started. It has a strong presence today still. And Bill was supposedly guided into office by a sorcerer that was supplied to him by exiled Haitian president at the time, Jean Bertrand Aristide. Uh, this guy's very interesting. The first democratically elected president of Haiti. 
and uh, you know, kicked out and then reinstated. Well, folks, I hope that you're enjoying it so far. If you want to listen to the rest of the stuff that I'm getting into, including Art in Delaware, a tiny little satanic community that Joe Biden grew up in, infamous with satanic ritual abuse, as well as the Biden family sex trafficking connections. Hop on over to patreon.com slash dangerous world podcast. We'll keep going with this stuff.